Welcome to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Wustrak, and I'm here with my good friend who has a wonderful book called Single Is and Single Does. Please introduce your name to our listeners. Hi, everyone. My name is Dana Brown, and I'm very happy to be here with you today. Now, what led you into writing this book? Well, about 15 or 16 years ago, I had had just broken up, well, he broke up with me, um, with the man that I had been with off and on for about 10 years. And I was just, I was done with heartbreak. I was uh, in my early 50s, and I thought, or late 40s at that point, just kind of over it all. And I was talking to a friend, and he said, suggested that I start uh, journaling about the heartbreak. And, and so I did, and I had kept journals for years. Um, for different types of journaling. And, and uh, as I was writing about the heartbreak, it just kind of turned, it changed from about this particular relationship to all the relationships I'd had, starting with my first, you know, junior high romance. And, and mm-hmm. just as I was going through it, it morphed into just stories about myself um, in and out of relationships. So it's not like a tell-all of all the men I've been involved with. It's more of how I have navigated single life. And I read it to, as I first started it, I read it to some friends and they said, this is funny. This could be a book. So I just kept at it. And like I said, it morphed over the years, but 15 years later, I finally finished it. (laughs) Well, sometimes the best work takes a while to write. (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm looking at it the time as I was doing it. Of course. I mean, you have something in there about been to an emergency room patient in Italy. Yes. Um, in fact, the gentleman that I had been heartbroken over, he and I turned out to just be great friends. We weren't good in the romantic world, but as friends, we were awesome. So he and two other uh, friends and I spent 17 days in Italy, and on day two, I thought I'd be really funny and jump up. Uh, we were at the Coliseum, and I was going to just hop up on one of the pillars they have because people were pretending oh. like they were statues. And so right. as I hopped up, I hopped up with too much vigor, and I just kept going over the other side, and I came down about four feet onto my right leg, and I hyperextended my knee, and I tore my meniscus mm-hmm. and ACL. And so I was on crutches for the rest of the trip, and so – and yeah, and so it's funny because that old boyfriend, my friend, had to wheel my suitcase all over Europe for me, so he had double duty as that. So, <laughs> I mean, it's not funny that you got hurt, but it's kind of funny how you he's there wheeling your stuff around. It's just, but we look on back on things, so. I mean, it's yeah, not funny yeah. in the moment, obviously, but later oh, yeah, on. It was not. <laughs> Makes for a good story in a book. <laughs> yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, you don't want to write it about it at the time, but you look back on it two, three, five years later, and they go, you know, that was kind of funny, and what I did was, yeah, I shouldn't have done it, but it makes a great story. <laughs> yeah, and it was. it also just reminded me of how great it is to have single friends because mm-hmm. – uh, I could not have gotten through that without them. And so it, that's kind of like a lot of what the book is about, is we might be a partner, you know, a boyfriend mm-hmm. or girlfriend or husband or wife, whatever. But if we surround ourselves with a good community, 
you know, that we're fine. <laughs> it's, it's, it's all, exactly. That's what it's all about. It's about the support. We all have our village around us. We do. I mean, that's so important right now. We, the younger generation, their village is their online community. They don't have yeah. a true village like what we have. Mm-hmm. And I'm it's 40, a, almost 40, so... But yeah, I'm 59, so it's it's it. I have lived through, um, you know, snail mail and, and then through email and and online and all this. And it's it is. There's nothing that takes the place of that uh, one-on-one connection with your friendships or relationships. But it is handy to have um, the online the experience. But it also broadens it too. You have so many more um, friendships all around the world that you wouldn't necessarily have without that. But nothing takes a place for that, just hands-on personal experience, which is what I experienced um, and shared in, all throughout the book. Right. I mean, we look at our, our village. It could be your close family, mom, dad, grandma, your cousins, brothers, sisters, and then you expand out. But the adventures you take them on is what matters. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. I I have a great family, but also I have I have great extended family with my friendships because um you know, you don't choose your family. <laughs> and, no, you don't. But I love my family. Yeah, but I have been blessed with great friends, married and single, all throughout my life. <clears throat> I mean, I have my close friends. I adopt people into family. So me, my friends oh, become nice. sisters. Yeah, my friends become my sisters or my brothers or nieces, nephews, whatever the case may be. So I have an extended mm-hmm. family that's like 50 strong that has not a drop of blood with me, but they're family. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. I've got so, um, two great nephews and um, that live, one lives here in my area and then one lives back east and then another, I have a niece who's just awesome and and the two of the youngest ones are still single, but the oldest one is married and has a great family, and it's it's a it's great to to be a part of that. Yes, I, I was uh, I had a little girl yesterday adopt me as her aunt and tell me oh. I need to come to her volleyball game. I'm like, oh, okay, I have another niece. <laughs> that's that's sweet. <laughs> it's funny because I'm I teach school as well as right, and uh, the. Kids used to early on say, oh, are you sure you were my mommy or my sister? And then I'll never forget the first time someone said, you remind me of my grandma. <laughs> I was like, okay, I guess I am getting older. <laughs> but, you know, I, I not having kids of my own, it is great to have people think of me as their grandma or their aunt or something. Yeah, it's, but yeah, that was a, that was a, a funny day. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, okay, so you have another book that you wrote in 2014-15 that's actually 13, a child's yeah. book. No, it yeah. is. I was, uh, at that point, I was working at a small school, so in addition to being their music teacher, I also was an aide to the preschool teacher in the morning, mm-hmm. and I would watch her um, throughout the weeks. Uh, find like if we're doing the letter B that week, she'd pick up books that were about be, you know, bears or whatever. And, and I thought, well, wouldn't it be handy if she just had, you know, one book, which, you know, there are books like that, but I thought I'm going to write that. I love 
telling stories, just little short stories spontaneously when I'm around kids or with my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I thought I'm going to, and I, I love alliteration. So I thought I'm going to write a story about a big blue bullfrog or, or um, Harry's uncle Hal has a hiccup. So I, I just took all the alphabet and I would write, I wrote a story um, for each of the letters of the alphabet. And that was, that was a very, very fun project. It was my first official uh, into the published world of books. And uh, there's another one in the makings with it. It's called Uncle Unger's Ungerware and other alphabet stories. But uh, so I'm excited to be working on another one of those as well. Like it's kind of Dr. Seussish is the second one, mm-hmm. just like little short snippets of, of rhyming words and alliteration. So it's, it's really fun. Whereas the single as a single does was, you know, life and hard to write at times, but very mm-hmm. therapeutic. But this children's book is just fun and crazy and silly and uh, just, you know, kind of a, a release <laughs> of sorts to write. I'm going to have to get that for my significant other's daughter because she's yeah. in kindergarten first grade somewhere yeah. there. Yeah, Uncle Unger's underwear. <laughs> that, I and think I that'll be kids fun from the, Yeah, I used kids from the school where I was teaching as models for the stories. And mm-hmm. uh, so that's that's kind of fun to for them to look back and see that. And she'll, she'll, she'll like the pictures inside of the kind of silly. Of course. I mean, you show me a kid that doesn't like the pictures before the words. <laughs> yeah. I have a 16-year-old that will go to a picture book just for the pictures before reading whatever the story is. I'm like, well, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah. Kind of like the, the comic books. Yeah, like comic books or graphic novels. That's why they're so popular with that generation. Right. That that's exactly what it is too. It's like, oh, let's give pictures, and then this <laughs> child, the child or whoever's reading it, can make up their own story to the pictures because they exactly. exactly what what they do. Yeah. Now. We have another children's book. Is there another adult book coming up soon? I am working on a couple. One of them is going to be along the same vein of single as a single does. It's called Skinny is as Skinny does. <laughs> the, the idea of you know I'm I'm I've been I was thin my whole life until my mid twenties, and uh, then my my weight has just kind of gone up and down, up and down. So that mm-hmm. book will just be stories about my relationship with food and um, weight loss stories and the heartaches of gaining it all back. So that's that's still a, a work in progress. And then now, um, I also – go ahead. No, no, no. Go ahead. Talk. Well, I was just going to say <clears throat> the other one is uh, more along of the, of the spiritual – nature i'm i've been a children's pastor and and i work with some of the single women at my church and um so it's more along the lines of uh scripts kind of scripture studies from the bible um and and prayer and just our spiritual life and 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 that so that's that's also coming okay so we have a lot of books coming from you (laughs) yeah but that's always a good thing it's nice because i'm a teacher and so in the 
summer, I really dive into the, the writing world. And, and so it's nice because uh, my kids, students also give me inspiration for the children's stories, um, just, just watching them and, and knowing what they're reading and what they like. And uh, so, but also it just gives me the freedom of time as well um, with, mm-hmm. you know, spring break and summer. So that's, that's nice. Exactly. You have so many days as a teacher off. I mean, you have every weekend plus the Mm -hmm. holidays, and then you Mm -hmm. get three months in the summer, so that's writing (laughs) even right there. I talk to so many authors that are also teachers. I'm like, oh, I think they're on to something here. (laughs) (laughs) I have so many friends that hate me Um, after the last day of school, my first day of summer. I'm just kind of going, la, 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 (laughs) la. And especially I have friends that are former teachers and they're back in the work world. And so they hate me during the summer, (laughs) but, but it is, it is a great um, job to have um, if you want to pursue other um, veins of whether it's writing or just another type of creative outlet, because you do have the time. And then you also have the inspiration during the school year with the kiddos. So that's, that's worked well for me. Oh, yeah. Kids will give you so much inspiration. My daughter actually inspired me to write my first book. She gave me the writing prompt, basically. And she's become, yeah, uh, that is the new reign of light and dark. I was like, okay, I need a title, and I need Mm -hmm. to know what I'm writing about. She's like, okay, Mm -hmm. title of light and dark, so we're doing, you know, fantasy. Mm -hmm. And she's like, fairy princess. I'm like, Okay, what can I come up with this? We're into <laughs> the fourth book now and writing the two spin off series two spin off spin off series. I can't talk. <laughs> so I'm like Cool. Hey, this is what kids do. They give you inspiration if you listen to them. And then she's yep. also a writer, so Oh awesome. How old is she? She's sixteen. Okay. She's current currently only writing fan fiction if i can get her mm-hmm. to transition into her own stories they would yeah. be she would be the next stephen king oh awesome well that'll come that'll come it just as long as she's writing doing having the discipline of doing that that's mm-hmm. major you know and then she'll find her own voice that's oh, yeah. cool yeah i'm like I'm reading her fan fictions, and I talk about my daughter a lot on the show, but I'm reading her fan fictions. She's taking cartoons that are meant for little ones, turning them into horror stories that Stephen King would be (laughs) proud of. That's awesome. (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if to be scared of you or or compliment you. (laughs) Be afraid. Be very afraid. That's what I told her all the time. I'm like, oh, I love your stories. As a mother, I'm But as your mom, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I was just thinking that. (laughs) I mean, as an author, it's great. Okay, as an author, as a publisher, as a screenplay writer, I love it. As her Mm -hmm. mother, I'm going, this can't possibly (laughs) be my daughter. That's hilarious. Kids are awesome to give you inspiration. I mean, still today, if I'm having struggles within one of my books, I go, 
hey, baby, read this and tell me what I'm doing wrong. And we'll mm-hmm. discuss the whole si- situation. That's cool. That's nice. Yes. It's great you have that built-in sounding board for you as well. I've got the uh, couple of daughters that are in their mid-20s that are mm-hmm. daughters of a very good friend that I've had since I was 18. And so, you know, it's a long time. That, and so I've been part of their life, their whole growing up years. And they're both single. One is in her, I think she just turned 27. And the majority of her friends are already married. And just, you know, getting back to single as a single does. They've both read the book. Because I was thinking it probably, you know, women from my generation to say, well, this is how I navigated life. But these young women, it's really cool to hear their response to it because they're going, yeah, we we may we might not get married. We probably will, but in the meantime, while we're we don't want to just sit and wait for life to happen. We want to get out there and have fun and do stuff mm-hmm. and experience life. You know, even something like don't put off buying a house until you have a husband to do it with. You know, go for it if right. that's what you're wanting to do. So these young women have been really um, inspiring to me to keep going in in working with single women because I just you know. I just don't want them to think, oh, I don't want to be like her. I, I do want to get married someday. But what their attitude is, hey, you didn't get married, and look how great your life was. So that's mm-hmm. that's inspiring to me to have them. Yeah, it, we're in the generation now where you don't need a partner to have mm-hmm. fun. You have to go have yeah. fun, and if love is meant to find you, it will find you in the most unexpected way. Yeah. And if we're just sitting around waiting for it to come, that doesn't make us look that attractive, <laughs> you know, if we're mm-hmm. just not doing anything, not experiencing things. And, and it's it's not just speaking out fun, um, success mm-hmm. with your career, success with your relationships mm-hmm. and friendships and, and volunteering and, and just any anything like that. It's it's important to, to be well-rounded. And if your one goal is just to sit and wait for someone to come and partner with you, then then that's kind of sad. <laughs> it's kind of well, heartbreaking not, to me. That's that's part of why I wrote the book, too. Yeah, it's not just it's heartbreaking and sad. It's what missed opportunities are you looking mm-hmm. at just by sitting and doing nothing? Exactly. What I are mean, you robbing the world of uh, that you could bring mm-hmm. to them? What are you robbing exactly. your neighbor of? What are you robbing of your community with you wasting the gifts you've been given by just hoarding them and waiting so yeah right i mean if you're sitting at home and your passion is writing and you're writing while you're waiting for love great you're doing something with your passion but you also have to find your passion before you can find yourself which will lead to love or better relationships with friends family your inner circle Mhm. exactly um a, a funny story about not waiting. I have I, traveled to India a couple of times to work with a, an orphanage and school over there. And um, I was speaking to a group of women and, you know, the, the translator was there and she was kind of, as I was speaking about my, my life and my life experiences in America, you know, she, I could just see her, her look was kind of funny as she was interpreting. And then I was watching the women's faces and, and then when it was done, I was, you know, you ask for questions and thinking, you know, it would be in a whole different vein, a whole different direction. But everyone said, 
are you praying for a husband? Are are you why do you why are you not married? Why don't you have a husband? Why why isn't this a concern? <laughs> it was just I thought, whoa. <laughs> so yeah. it's not just in our time where we are right now, but it's it's where I culture. am in 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 yeah the culture of the United States. It's like it's okay for women to not be married, or you know it's okay to desire it, but to just go ahead and pursued your life but these women were just flabbergasted that that I wasn't more concerned that in my 40s at that time that I I didn't have a husband I was talking to a lady uh, an author that was came from another country and she's like I was married I think she said like in her early 20s maybe successful by 30 I'm like okay and then I come here and we have women in their 50s, very, very successful. She's in Canada. Not mm-hmm. married, never got married, never had kids. And I'm like, it's a complete culture shock for myself. I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah. We go from different <laughs> cultures, but we also have to talk to different cultures to learn about different ways of life. It's not oh, yeah, just that's so the American important. way. Yeah. Totally. It, yeah, 100 Hundred percent. I I love the analogy when people say, "I love the lake in my backyard," but as they got older, they realized my lake kind of stinks. It kind of smells. So as they went around the world and and saw mm-hmm. other people and their life and thought, you know, my lake is nice, but it's just not the only one, and it's kind of smelly. <laughs> so so it yeah, it is so important to get out and and see what other people are thinking and what other lifestyles are. That's, that's so important. It's not, of yeah, course. we don't want to whitewash. I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> we have to look at other people, other cultures, but at the same time, look at them as people. We, I Definitely. think we have that disconnect that, oh, this other person, and we judge the book by its cover. We put people on mm-hmm. positive stools that maybe it should, shouldn't be. We put mm-hmm. people down that definitely shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. When I, you know, since I was born in 1960, I grew up in an era where um, women, you know, we're, we sit with the Me Too movement and everything. It's still obviously still happening. But um Part of what I talk about, a person I talk about in my book, is Mary Tyler Moore, the character of Mary Richards from the Mary Tyler Moore show that that mm-hmm. started when I was in junior high and finished when I was in high school. That watching her and seeing her go through um, a, a generation where women weren't necessarily looked at, especially on television, um, as career women and not seeking a mate or realizing that you don't have somebody and that's okay and. So that had a huge bearing on on me in my formative years in high school, thinking, you know what, I want to go to college. I want to get a job. I want to work a while before I get married. And obviously, it just <laughs> continued in that vein. But just ex- seeing and being open to what else is out there and what else, around the world with different people groups or just even in your own backyard, seeing what, how other people are, are choosing to live and say, you know what, there isn't just one way of doing something. It's correct. I mean, they, we have so many different cultures that we can experience. Mm-hmm. The thing is getting out there to experience them and don't just experience them on a computer screen or yep. TV screen or uh, theaters, 
go experience mm-hmm. them. Live your life. Yep. Yep. That's exactly that's what that's the 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 whole premise of what I'm wanting to to tell people in in single as a single does is that you know don't just sit don't just wait um, get out there and and help people get out there and, and enjoy your friendships get out there and experience life and in the whole process you know you might you might meet somebody along the way that's just one part of your life because mm-hmm. you may find yourself married and then either divorced or widowed um, and then you're single again. And if your whole identity was just wrapped up in, in that, then you're back to not, not knowing how to, how to live and how to navigate in the single world uh, that you are experiencing. So the more well-rounded you can be early on in life and, and as you're progressing through, the more those kind of things in life aren't going to, aren't going to throw you and uh, you'll be able to, to still continue. Exactly. I mean, last year I started a divorce. We finally got it finalized, but it took paperwork forever. But mm-hmm. mentally I'm already divorced last year. So yeah. I'm traveling. I'm experiencing life. I mean, You're I'm doing working a, radio a career. Show. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing the radio show. I'm experiencing life. I'm meeting new people. I'm doing things that I was being helped back on mm-hmm. so now I'm spreading my wings and everything else falls into place because I'm happy with me yeah that's, and that's, that's one thing and so important that's one thing to that be I happy oh totally sorry when I I shared in in the the book as well kind of early on that my um parents had experienced divorces um before they married each other and had a family and my mom was always saying, don't get married too young, you know, just experience life. And that stuck with me. Um, so I was just very um, careful about who I was going to marry. And I see so many people that, um, men and women, that are afraid that they're going to be single or that they're, oh, it's past the time that they should be married now, all their friends are, that they marry the wrong person and that mm-hmm. they are stuck and they 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 aren't able to to live the life fully that they need to. So it's so important to not be fearful of being single, but to embrace it while you can until that right person comes along. So you don't find yourself, like you were saying, not being able to spread your wings and not being able to live the life that you felt like you were supposed to be living. Exactly. Now, we only have a few minutes left. So big question, where can our readers find you? Well, they can find me on Amazon. It's uh, uh, Dana Lynn Brown is uh, uh, also my website, DanaLynnBrown.com. And there's a, a link to the books there, both of the books. But they're on Amazon, and I would just love it if um, everybody out there could just get one. And I think it's a, it's a fun, enjoyable read. Both of them are. The one, um, Single as a Single Does, um, takes you kind of on a ride. You'll, I've had friends say that even have known me for years. I laughed, I cried. <laughs> so it's it's uh, that's a good, you know, uh, uh, just a fun a fun read. But also it'll it'll hopefully mm-hmm. change you. But um, DanaLynnBrown.com is my website, and Amazon has both of the books. So yeah, go out and get one, <laughs> or you can go to your computer and get one. <laughs> of course, and of, we always post the links to at least one of the books on Mm -hmm. the show so our listeners can click automatically if they don't want to just yes 
I, I, I do promote the authors as much as possible because this is what the show's for. The show isn't for me. This yeah. is for you guys. Thank you. And also, of if there's course. any Portland listeners out there, um, I'll be at Jan's bookstore um, from 1 to 3 out in Beaverton um, on uh, March 7th, um, 1 to 3 out in Beaverton at Jan's bookstore. Okay, I'll have to put that in the YouTube video. So it's Yay. on, yeah. So when we see, this is why we do this. That way our listeners can actually find you very quickly. Yay, here I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, seriously, our authors love people, are their le- readers. I cannot talk today. <laughs> <laughs> makes me feel good. It makes you feel better when I stumble. <laughs> communicating with us. Tell us what you're thinking about the book. Tell us, hey, I have a story that's similar. Talk to us. We love this. Yeah, I love authors. that. Definitely. I've had um, friends from college that I haven't seen in 35 years, and then they they read the book, they saw it on Facebook or something, and they say, oh, Dana, it's like being back with you in college in the dorm or something. So that's been, it's been fun to see that they they find it just like a a continued conversation. Of course. Oh, and you can also find me on Facebook, Miss DLB. Well, we'll get all those links up for you so our listeners can find you just at a click of a button. And again, Dana, thank you so much for being on the show today. Oh, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. It went really fast. It does, right? (laughs) And to all of our listeners, happy reading. Bye. Thank you.